0: Welcome to the Bible 365 podcast, delivering God's word to you every day, walking with fellow Christians through the entire Bible in one year. Each book of the Bible is read by a different member of Holy Trinity Lutheran Church in Edmond, Oklahoma, bringing new voices to a timeless
1: story. Let's hear God's word for today. Job chapter 27. Job continued his discourse saying, as God lives, Who has deprived me of justice? And the Almighty, who has made me bitter, as long as my breath is still in me and the breath from God remains in my nostrils? My lips will not speak unjustly and my tongue will not utter deceit. I will never affirm that you are right. I will maintain my integrity until I die. I will cling to my righteousness and never let it go. My conscience will not accuse me as long as I live. May my enemy Be like the wicked and my opponent like the unjust. For what hope does the godless person have when he is cut off, when God takes away his life? Will God hear his cry when distress comes on him? Will he delight in the Almighty? Will he call on God at all times? I will teach you about God's power. I will not conceal what the Almighty has planned. All of you have seen this for yourselves. Why do you keep up this empty talk? This is a wicked man's lot from God, the inheritance the ruthless receive from the Almighty. Even if his children increase, they are destined for the sword. His descendants will never have enough food. Those who survive him will be buried by the plague, yet their widows will not weep for them. Though he piles up silver like dust and heaps up fine clothing like clay, he may heap it up, but the righteous will wear it, and the innocent will divide up his silver." The house he built is like a moth's cocoon or a shelter set up by a watchman. He lies down wealthy, but will do so no more. When he opens his eyes, it is gone. Terrors overtake him like a flood. A storm wind sweeps him away at night. An east wind picks him up, and he is gone. It carries him away from his place. It blasts at him without mercy while he flees desperately from its force. It claps its hands at him and scoffs at him from its place. Job chapter 28. Surely there is a mine for silver and a place where gold is refined. Iron is taken from the ground and copper is smelted from ore. A miner puts an end to the darkness. He probes the deepest recesses for ore in the gloomy darkness. He cuts a shaft far from human habitation in places unknown to those who walk above ground. Suspended far away from people, the miners swing back and forth. Food may come from the earth, but below the surface the earth is transformed as by fire. Its rocks are a source of lapis lazuli, containing flecks of gold. No bird of prey knows that path. No falcon's eye has seen it. Proud beasts have never walked on it. No lion has ever prowled over it. The miner uses a flint tool and turns up ore from the root of the mountains. He cuts out channels in the rocks and his eyes spot every treasure. He dams up the streams from flowing so that he may bring to light what is hidden. But where can wisdom be found and where is understanding located? No one can know its value since it cannot be found in the land of the living. The ocean depths say it's not in me while the sea declares I don't have it. Gold cannot be exchanged for it, and silver cannot be weighed out for its price. Wisdom cannot be valued in the gold of Ophir, in precious onyx or lapis lazuli. Gold and glass do not compare with it, and articles of fine gold cannot be exchanged for it. Coral and quartz are not worth mentioning. The price of wisdom is beyond pearls. Topaz and cush cannot compare with it. And it cannot be valued in pure gold. Where then does wisdom come from, and where is understanding located? It is hidden from the eyes of every living thing and concealed from the birds of the sky. Abaddon and Death say, we have heard news of it with our ears. But God understands the way to wisdom, and he knows its location. For he looks to the ends of the earth and sees everything under the heavens." When God fixed the weight of the wind and distributed the water by measure, when he established a limit for the rain and a path for the lightning, he considered wisdom and evaluated it. He established it and examined it. He said to mankind, The fear of the Lord, that is wisdom, and to turn from evil is understanding. Acts chapter 2,
2: verses 1-13 through 13. When the day of Pentecost had arrived, they were all together in one place. Suddenly, a sound like that of a violent, rushing wind came from heaven, and it filled the whole house where they were staying. They saw tongues like flames of fire that separated and rested on each one of them. Then they were filled with the Holy Spirit and began to speak in different tongues as the Spirit enabled them. Now there were Jews staying in Jerusalem, devout people from every nation under heaven. When this sound occurred, a crowd came together was confused because each one heard them speaking in his own language. They were astounded and amazed, saying, Look, aren't all these who are speaking Galileans? How is it that each of us can hear them in our own native language? Parthians, Medes, Elamites, those who live in Mesopotamia, in Judea and Cappadocia, Pontus and Asia... Phrygia and Pamphylia, Egypt, and the parts of Libya near Cyrene, visitors from Rome, both Jews and converts, Cretans and Arabs. We hear them declaring the magnificent acts of God in our own tongues. They were all astounded and perplexed, saying to one another, What does this mean? But some sneered and said, They're drunk on new wine.
0: love one another and love your neighbor.